0: This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. Well, praise God. We've been on a series about the Holy Spirit. And, you know, uh, I, I really believe that we need to get a revelation that God is with us. Amen. Amen? And uh, I, I, I think sometimes we, we forget that. Amen. That God is with us and and, and that he wants to fellowship with us he he wants to have a you know God wants to have a a living relationship with you amen Amen. and that's what I love about Christianity it's just it's not dead religion amen Amen. it's living somebody say living 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 Living. faith Faith. amen so your faith is alive when you're walking with God amen and that's what God calls all of us to do is walk with him. Amen. Not, you know, prayer is not just asking God for things and we do petition God. But prayer is fellowshipping with God. Amen. See, when you get out of your baby stage of your walk, your Christian walk, you're you you, you you're not so concerned about your needs as much as you are in in your desire to fellowship with him. And when you seek God, you will have... Want of no good thing. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? When you realize how good God is and you are full of God. I'm telling you, the cares of this life won't even touch you. Do you believe that today? I'm trying to convince you this morning. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So let's look at this. Second Corinthians thirteen 14. Let's look at this. We've been looking at this this scripture all month. And I love this because it's a, it's a benediction. It's it's at the end of. Uh, ...of of Paul's writings. And um, he says, may the amazing grace of the master Jesus Christ... ...so Jesus' is grace, amen, grace and truth... ...the extravagant extravagant love of God... Uh, ...so we need to get a revelation of God's love, amen... ...and the intimate fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you, amen. And so we're focused on the Holy Spirit. And the first week we talked about the Holy Spirit... And, and his character and his characteristics. And we, we talked about the first week that, that the Holy Spirit is likened to when. And you can't see when, but you can feel when. And like I said, I, I, I like to create an atmosphere. That's what worship does uh, on Sunday morning. The reason why we worship the Lord when, when we start the service is because we want to create an atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to move. I'm going to say this. You have to create an atmosphere if you want God moving in your home, how many people want God moving in your home? You need to start creating an atmosphere. In other words, get some worship music. My mom likes to play worship music. I, I walk in the house and she's playing. You hear the soft worship music. It makes me want to have church. Are you here What I say today? And, we, you know, listen, church is not just for Sunday morning. No, you can have church every day. And you say, well, do I have to? No, you get to. Amen. In other words, you can create church in your own home. Glory to God. You can worship God in your own home and you can praise him. Amen. And you can create an atmosphere for God to move. Amen. And so that's what we want to do. So so we talked about the Holy Spirit's liking to wind. and, And we may not be able to see the Holy Spirit, but we can sense. His presence and and then we talked about, you know, the Holy Spirit, how he functions in our lives and the Holy Spirit is really he's here to help us win. Yes. Do you know that you have an enemy? Do you, do you know there's a devil out here? Yes. See, some preachers won't talk about the devil because they say, oh, I don't want to glorify the devil. But you need to know your enemy. You need to know there is a devil out here yes. that God's not God's not behind all, all the ugly that's going on around uh, in this planet, God's—you know—some people will preach and God, everything God is ordaining, and He's He's pushing all the buttons. He's—we're just pawns on a chessboard. Uh, if that was the case, why even pray? Have you thought about that? Amen. In other words, we need to pray to use our authority in this earth. Somebody say, "I have authority." You, you have authority. Amen. And so so we talked about how how the Holy Spirit is 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 with us and he will lead us and guide us into all truth. And and then last week uh, we talked about that. The Holy Spirit, we talked about Jesus's baptism and that, that that when you get saved, you have the Holy Spirit within. Amen. We talked about when you get saved, you get two things. You get a new heart. Which means you get a new spirit. The Bible says he will take a stony heart out of us. Somebody say, I have a new heart. heart. Amen. I know you may have you may have some, you know, you you, you have an unrenewed mind and you do have feelings. And sometimes you may have some anger towards people. But really, your heart is to walk in love. Are you here? That's what the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Right. By the Holy Spirit. And so we say, I have a new heart. If you receive Jesus, you have a new heart, which means you have a new spirit. Amen. And you have a righteous spirit. You have the gift of righteousness. Amen. But not only that, you have the Holy Spirit abiding on the inside of you. In other words, where you go, God goes. Oh, man. That's kind of strong, Pastor. Yeah. Where you go, you bring God with you. That's why you don't want to go in bad places. <laughs> Unless God tells you to go in a bad place. But what I mean by by that is is that we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says glorify God in your temple. Ouch. But we want to glorify God in our temple. Amen. Glory to God. Like I said, I need to get rid of this chair because I've been standing the past three weeks. I'm becoming a real preacher now. Amen. I don't need the seat. But anyway. And and so we talked about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. What a lot of people don't realize is that God wants to give you a gift called uh, 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 speaking in other tongues. Have you ever heard of that? And what it is, it's a gift. And we found out in the book of Acts that the apostles and the 120 people were filled in Acts and they received a spiritual gift Uh, Jesus talks about the promise of the father. Jesus said to the disciples, don't go out anywhere until you get endued with power from on high. So what this means is, is that the Holy Spirit doesn't only abide on the inside of us, but he wants to abide upon us for the works of the ministry. So it's the Holy Spirit within and the Holy Spirit upon Amen. And so when God fills us up to overflowing, we get so filled with God. Jesus said, like that, like rivers of living water will flow out of our mouths. And so what does that mean? That means that God will give us a spiritual gift called tongues. And and, and so and so we can use that really. That is really designed. It's a prayer language really designed for your devotional time. In other words, it's a gift that really helps you. And we talked about that last week, and 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 so you need to get that CD, Amen. And because if you don't know a lot about it, 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 it's just God wants to help us. And so, so when I received that gift, it just it made it made my walk so much greater. It was it was like a more deeper walk with God, Amen. And so now today we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And God really wants to give us gifts. And, and I, I really think this, the reason why people are leaving church, and, and, and unfortunately, um, a lot of churches and denominations start off on fire with God. And they're doing lots of things, getting people saved. Miracles are happening. What happens is that, that the church starts getting into traditions of men and they start getting into religion. And they start getting into formulas. And what happens is that, that we formulate God out of our services. And what happens is then we're, we're in church, but we're not seeing God move anymore. And we're not sensing the presence of God anymore. And I think, that, I think there's reasons why people leave the church and they go out looking and searching because people are looking to see something miraculous. People are looking for the power out here. They will go to, 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 uh, somebody like us, uh, these, uh, people that will tell the future, these fortune tellers and these palm readers. Hope you never been to one of those. And if you're a Christian, they, you don't need to go to one of those. Amen. <laughs> I hope you're not reading the horoscope, amen, to find out what your week's gonna be like, amen. You don't need to be doing that. You can read the Bible. I can tell you what. See, the the, the word of God is a more sure word of prophecy. And the word of God says your future is bright. You're gonna you have to squint to look at your future. You might have to get some sunshades, amen. And so and so I, I believe that people are leaving the church because they're they're not seeing the power of God in operation in the church. And I, I believe that God is bringing the power back. Do you believe that today? And he's revealing that to us. So Jesus promised us power. Now, let's look at Mark 16, 15 through 18. And, and this Jesus is this is the Great Commission. And Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. Ooh, think about that. Pastor, that's just they just write that just a fill. No, no. God wants us. God wants us casting out demons. Wow. Do people have those? Yeah. Amen. And so God wants us, But he wants to give us the power to do that. Amen. People don't like to talk about that. See, see, that's where you get addictions and you get these things. Sometimes there could be a spirit that drives people to do wrong things. And sometimes you just might need to pray and break the power of the devil off of some. You know, maybe willpower may not do it. It needs spiritual power to break the power of the devil off some people. Can the devil get a hold of some people? You ever hear about those things where a person shoots all these people and said, God told me to do this? Have you ever heard that? Why, Yeah, a spirit, a, a devilish spirit spoke to that person, pretending to be God, and told that guy to do that. Trying to, trying to destroy people's lives. Amen? And so it says here, we're in, hey, listen folks, we're in a spiritual battle. And God has given us spiritual weapons that we can fight against the enemy. You, know, you, you have an arsenal. You know, you, we don't go out to war, and, and we, we go out to war, and we have the finest weapons in America. We have smart bombs, and we have all this technology and night goggles and all that. And God has given us special gifts. You believe that to combat the enemy? And it said, "These signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons." They will speak with new tongues. There again, it's when you receive, uh, uh when you receive Christ, then you can receive the bats of the Holy Spirit. You speak with new tongues, take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. And you lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So we see that, 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 that these are supernatural things that God's calling us believers to do. And the Holy Spirit equips us. Amen. Equips us to do these things. I like what I like what it says in Luke 10, 19. Behold, I have given you power. Say, I have power. I have power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon all the force of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Luke 10, 19. Jesus spoke this to his disciples. Jesus you know, commissioned his disciples to go door to door, to, to pray for the sick and to cast out devils. Amen. And so God is commissioning us to do that today. Uh, it says here, uh, I want to say this, that 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 the anointing God's given us. Wh- wh- where, where are we in Christ? Let me say it this way. Where are we in Christ? Have you ever thought about that? We're seated in heavenly places. In Ephesians 2, 4, 6. It says, but God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love, which he has loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised up us together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So so when 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 Christ was raised from the dead, Christ is the head, we're the body. But spiritually speaking, we're seated in heavenly places that means that we have all the power of heaven backing us up. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. So, so what am I saying to you today? I'm saying that, 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 that what, what Jesus did down here on this earth. He, he, he spoke to storms and he raised the dead and he healed the sick and, and he, and he uh, opened the blind eyes. What Jesus did, he did uh, as a man anointed by the Holy Ghost. And he did to show as a pattern for us to do. Are oh, you listening to one saying today? In other words, Jesus is our pattern. Jesus is our pattern. So, 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 basically, the Holy Spirit is. It works with us and comes on us and gives us spiritual gifts like Jesus. Glory to God. And, and and we go out and we do the works of Jesus. What what if you could? What if I told you today you could do the works of Jesus? You can do the works of Jesus. You know what it says? It says in John 14, 12, this is Jesus speaking. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. Think about that. Jesus actually said, you know, you see all the things that I do? Raise the dead, uh, open blind eyes. He says, you're going to be able to do that, too. Either Jesus is telling the truth or he's not. He's telling the truth. In other words, God is anointing the body of Christ to walk in miracles. I know this is pretty radical this morning. But you know what? God is calling us to walk in miracles. Amen. And so, and so we need to understand that and we need to receive that. To ourselves. Amen. So today I want to talk to you about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And it's in Corinthians uh, 12. And we're going to look at this this morning. And and Paul is speaking right at the very beginning of 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1. And as we turn there, uh, Paul says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Woo, I can stop right there. In other words, Paul is saying, I don't want you to be ignorant of the spiritual giftings that the Holy Spirit wants to place on us. OK, so 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 we need not to be ignorant. Amen. We, ha, ha, what's the what's the remedy for ignorance? Uh, it's knowledge. And we got to get we got to get knowledge of uh, the giftings of the Holy Spirit. And and who we are in Christ. Amen. So, so let's look at this. Uh, as we read down, it says here, this is Paul speaking. It says, there are diversity of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God, her works, all in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. So, so why does God give us spiritual gifts? He, he wants to enhance the kingdom of God. He wants to build his church on this earth. And he wants a powerful church. Listen, we're the triumphant church. It may look like you're losing, but you're really a winner. As long as you keep standing on the word of God. So he says, for, for to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same spirit. To another, working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. And to another, the interpretation of tongues. Wow, Pastor, what does all that mean? When you read that, and especially if you're not used to that, Uh, You're like, what's, you know, interpretation of tongues, different kinds of tongues, uh, working of miracles, gifts of healings. He's saying that we need to be walking in some of these things. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? But how do we get there? I'm glad you asked. We get there by having knowledge of it. A lot of times we are walking in some of these things, but we're not aware of it. Sometimes, and when I explain to you how the gifts work, sometimes how the gifts of the Holy Spirit work, you may know something about somebody, but don't know how you know it. And we don't, and sometimes God uses us without us really knowing that he's using us because we'd get a big head if, he, if we did. <laughs> oh man, I'm working, I'm walking in all these spiritual gifts, you know. And sometimes the, the giftings are so, sometimes so natural when God moves through us, we don't even realize it. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? And so we've got to be open that God wants to move through us. That God wants, you know, the Bible says, in him we live and move and have our being. In other words, I want, I want God to totally possess me. Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying today? And if God is moving through you, glory to God, the less mistakes you're going to make. And the greater impact on this world you're going to make. Are you hearing what I am say? Today? I want to be a vessel without, you know, uh, the Bible says that, that, that we need to be vessels of righteousness, vessels of honor. And when we're vessels of honor, God can use us in a mighty way. You believe that today? So uh, so so let's break down these gifts and I'm going to try to get through these gifts. I may not get through all of them today. If not, we'll continue it next week. Is that all right? And so and so th- there are three classifications or three groups of gifts. There are nine gifts of the spirit, like there's nine fruit of the, uh, the spirit amen so there's nine gifts there's the number one there's revelation gifts, these are gifts that reveal something. so God re- will give us a gift to reveal something there's power gifts, these are gifts that do something, and then there's inspirational gifts. these gifts are designed to inspire and encourage. The church. Amen. And so, so let's focus on the revelation gifts. The uh, There's three in the revelation gifts, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge and discerning of spirits. These are the three revelation gifts God give, gives. Amen. And so, so we have to we have to look at this. The, the, the word of wisdom is a supernatural revelation of the divine purpose of God. It is a divine communication or message to the church from God. God will give us information of future events that has not yet come to pass. Amen. So so we see here that that God actually wants to reveal the future to us. Ooh, that's awesome. Because if you know the future, you can be better be prepared for what's going to come down the pike. In other words, the Holy Spirit wants to reveal what's going to go down the pike. What? So he can prepare us. Amen. Listen, listen, we've got to get in a place in our walk with God where we're not dull of hearing. We've got to spend time with God. Look at your neighbor and say, spend time with God. You've got to get sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because the voice of the Holy Spirit is very small. You can miss God. Amen. Have you ever missed God before? God showed you, hey, do this, and you just or sometimes you put it off, and you and and, and we don't want to put God off because we could miss an opportunity. And, and normally it's an opportunity of a, 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 a blessing. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? So 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 it's a divine communication and it's it's supernatural. I, I love what it says in John 16 13. It says, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, Amen. John sixteen thirteen. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. That's the Holy Spirit. For he will not speak of his own authority, but wherever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. Ooh, glory to God. Are you here? I'm telling you, if, if you want to get ahead of the enemy that's trying to strategize and take you down, when God starts revealing to you some truth about your future, hallelujah, I'm telling you, it's, it's going to propel you. It's going to invigorate you. It's going to energize you to move towards that place. Especially when you're in a place where you don't really see God moving. Have anybody know what I'm talking about? I I remember that 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 I I came back. I went to Bible school and and uh, and I came back to the church and to to help uh, the pastors that founded the church. And I came back as the youth minister. And, and, And then God started revealing to me that he was calling me to pastor. And then he gave me revelation. I'm calling you to be a pastor. Ooh, it's good when God tells me that I'm a pastor. Right. It's good when God starts revealing the calling that he has on your life. And then and then the Lord revealed to me that 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 I was I was going to be the next pastor of the church. And it looked impossible. And I went through some valleys and I went through some stuff. But if I didn't have that word uh, of wisdom that I was going to be stepping up to be the next pastor, I don't know if I would be here today. I had some revelation there was some vision I was running on vision in spite of the obstacles see God wants to give you a glimpse of your future he he wants to show you that it's good things that he has for you and he wants to reveal this to you and then you start running on vision regardless of what it looks like and it will keep you steady in the walk you know, you may be, you know, you, you may be suffering something or, or whatever, and the Spirit of the Lord said, you know, may, may drop down a, a word of wisdom. You will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Yes. Are you listening to what I'm saying? You get a rhema word, uh, you know, that God is saying, You're going to make it through this. Yes. You, I need a future word. Yes. I need a word from God. I need something. That's, I need God to encourage me. Amen. Maybe maybe there's a word for somebody else. God can give you a word for a future of somebody else. Man, I like to walk in the gifts of the spirit. I I, I love operating in the gifts of the spirit. Amen. And so God will give you a word to help somebody move forward in their walk with God. Amen. So sometimes see, God will give us a portion of what he may be showing us to do. But, you know, uh, God won't give you the whole thing. Why is that? Because he wants us walking in faith. Don't you wish God would just give you the whole thing? Lord, just give it to me all. You probably couldn't handle it. If God would tell you everything he wanted you to do, man, you'd be like, oh, God, I can't do that. No, because you have to grow into your calling. You have to grow into the things of God. It's a pro- Somebody say, I'm in the process. You, we're growing into that bright and glorious church. Somebody say, I'm growing. I'm growing. We're not where we need to be. Amen. We're, 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 but, but we're moving towards that. And we're not where we used to be. Somebody say, I'm back there. No, you're not what you used to be. Glory to God. And so it says in Corinthians, but uh, this is Paul. But we speak the wisdom of God. This is 1 Corinthians 2.7. I keep forgetting my man is trying to put my scriptures up and I'm moving pretty fast. Lord, give him grace. First Corinthians two, seven. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Amen. So so we see that. So God gives us them Why? So we can walk in faith. This the word of wisdom, again, is God revealing the future to us. And, and, and so, and I'm going to say this, that when God reveals the future, there are some things God's going to reveal the future that will happen. And some things that God will reveal the future that we're going to have to do something to make happen. In other words, we're going to have to cooperate with God. Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? In other words, I would never be a pastor standing up here when God called me to be a pastor and said I'd be the next pastor if I didn't submit myself under authority and learn to be a good follower. Oh, you listen to what I'm saying. If I quit early, then that, that what God spoke to me will not come to pass. But there are some things that God will say that will come to pass. Jesus is coming back regardless if you like it or not. Amen. I mean, he said, I'm coming back. Right. It, it, man's not going to be able to, to keep that from happening. It's going to happen. Yes. Jesus is coming back. Are oh, you hearing what I'm saying? There are some things that God will say that will happen bar none. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? So we've got to get revelation. Now, 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 it has happened to a lot of the patriarchs in the Old Testament. It, 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 Noah, for instance. God spoke to Noah in Genesis 6. And, and God said, I'm going to destroy the earth with water. It's going to rain. And, and, and gave uh, Noah uh, a revelation of the future. And then God revealed that to him. That, that would be a word of Wisdom. He gave a word. Then he, he, he gave Noah the exact plan on how to build the ark. He said, I want you to build the ark, and this is how I want you to do it. I'm telling you, I love it. See, listen, we need to get, if, if, if you're following God, and, and you don't seem like things are working, um, just, just find out the plan. And just work the plan. Amen? And God wants to give you a plan to work. And listen, unless the Lord builds the house. They that labor, that build it, labor in vain. Are you listening to what I'm saying? today? Unless the Lord builds your life. In other words, we need to get a revelation of what God wants us doing. And listen, listen. Man, you delight yourself in the Lord, guess what he will do? Give you the desires of your heart. If you delight yourself in the Lord, what will he do? Give you the desires of your heart. Don't fight God. Work with him. He wants to bless you. He wants to put you in a position where he can raise you up. Man, so you can be a shining light into this dark world. Amen. And so we see that God revealed in in Genesis uh, the future of Abraham's descendants. And we see this in Genesis 15, 12 through 15. Now, when the sun was going down, Genesis 15, 12 through 15, I guess some of you turning. I hear the pages turning. Amen. Now, when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram. And behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. Then he said to Abram, know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in the land uh, that is not theirs. And will will serve them and will, uh, will afflict them 400 years. And also the nation whom they serve, I will judge. Afterwards, they will come out. With great possessions. Now, as for you, you shall go out to your fathers in peace and you shall be buried at a good old age. Think about that. So he said to Abraham, he said, Your descendants, talking about the Israelites that were stuck in Egypt for 400 years, he gave them a future of his descendants. Then, not only that, he included, but you're going to live a long life and it's going to be good. I like that. In other words, I like the fact that God reveals to me, I'm going to live a long life. And You know, Abraham had a good life. Amen. You know, Abraham, not only when Sarah passed away, he, 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 got a couple, he got another wife. He had more kids. He was fruitful. He was blessed. Amen. Are you hear what I'm saying? He didn't need to take any. Okay, we won't go there. <laughs> Testosterone. Amen. God amped his testosterone up. Glory to God. And God can do the same for you. Glory to God. I'm confessing I have the testosterone of a 20-year-old. Man, I want my marriage to be happy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Some of you men just speak it. Glory to God. If not, inject it. Glory to God. Whatever you have to do. But... uh, and so, and so God revealed to Abraham and Sarah that they would have a baby. That's a word of knowledge. And when God gives you, I mean a word of wisdom, and when God gives you a word of wisdom, guess what happens? Guess what happens when God gives you a word of wisdom? You get faith. And when you're walking in faith, when you're walking in faith, you start believing that it's going to happen. And when you believe it's going to happen, that's half the battle of seeing it happen. So when God tells you something, you start having faith and you start believing, even though it may look impossible. You know how many times God told me that I'd be the pastor of the church? He told me over and over again. Why? Because doubt and unbelief kept creeping in. Doubt and unbelief kept creeping in. You sure about this, God? You sure I'm going to be the next man? It was years. It was like four years, and I know it doesn't seem like, you know, he told Joseph, you know, he, that, that you're going to be a leader, and, and people, your family's going to be bound to you. And it took years for Joseph, but he revealed it to him in the dream. See, God can reveal to you in a dream your future. Amen. And so we see that, that 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 you have faith for it when God reveals it to you. Glory to God. David, you know, he wrote the Psalms, and in Psalms two and twenty-two, he talks about Jesus in these Psalms and reveals about the future Christ. Amen. Jesus predicts the destruction of the temple when in, in Matthew twenty-four to his disciples, and seventy years after his death and resurrection, the temple was destroyed. Are you listening to me? Jesus gets it right all the time. I'm telling you, you don't need to go to a fortune teller. You don't need to have somebody read your palm. No, no. All you need is to walk in the spirit of God. Amen. Jesus uh, 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 predicted Peter's denial. This is important because I really believe that God wants to reveal to us that that, uh, the future so we can be ready for what comes down the pike. Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? I remember um, a few days, I don't know if it was a week before the presidential election was coming up. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke to Yen and told her who was going to be the next president. And she said, David, what? I know who's going to be the next president. I said, who? Donald Trump. I said, how do you know that? God just told me. It just came to me. I said, you sure about that? Because it looks like that, that, that it doesn't look good for him. I mean, it looks kind of shaky. It doesn't look like he's going to make it. I mean, all the things that went on, it just doesn't look like it's going to happen. And guess what happened? That's the thing. When God tells you something and it doesn't happen, that was pizza from last night. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? If God tells you something and it doesn't happen, then it wasn't God. You're a false prophet. No, I won't go there. But, but <laughs> that's why you got to be careful. If you feel like God is saying something, be careful. Just, just, just close your mouth and just wait and see. Amen. Glory. A lot of times, sometimes we just shoot our mouth off. God told me. Well, if it doesn't kind of pass, you're going to look foolish. Right. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Sometimes we just need to be quiet. Amen. So, so Paul, Paul uh, the, the, the word of wisdom worked here. Paul was on the verge of getting killed from a Jewish mob. In Acts 23, but the following night, the Lord stood by him and said, be of good cheer, Paul, for you have testified for me in Jerusalem. So you must also bear witness at Rome. See, when God reveals something to you about your future and that that something's going to it's going to come to pass. Then and, and you're walking towards that you're walking in divine protection. You're walking in the blessing of God. And, and when and, and when things come against you, you don't need to get in fear. See, the devil wants us to get fearful of the future, gets fearful of uh, of our our financial situation, get fearful uh, of of the disease that's attacking our body, get fearful. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? No, no. When God starts revealing some truth to us, then we can walk in peace. And the devil can't do anything with us. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Because the devil wants to get us all fearful. He wants to get us worried. We don't need to be worrying. Amen. I'm not going to worry. I'm a warrior, not a worrier. Jesus. Okay. Are you here what I'm saying today? Some of you are like, okay, Pastor, keep moving. Keep moving. Okay. And uh, there was a terrible storm in Acts 27, and, and Paul was moving out to go to Rome, and, and, um, and, um, and uh, Paul had a, a revelation and he had a revelation and he had a, from, from God, and he said, don't sell out right now. He talked to the captain. He talked to the Roman officer that was carrying him to Rome because he was going to uh, be in front of Caesar. And he was going there. He appealed his case to Caesar at Rome. And, uh, and, and so he said, no, we don't want to sell out right now. There's gonna, it's not going to be good. And the and, uh, captain the ship looked at the skies He said, we're going out. And so when they went out, guess what? It was a big, bad storm. And they were in that storm for like 14 days. And it was so bad that, the, that they had to throw stuff off the ship and all that. And Paul came to him and said, I told you. Didn't I tell you not to go out? He said, like, I told you so. <laughs> and Paul, Paul was, he wasn't that... Politically correct in how he said things. I told you guys, but he said, An angel of the Lord stood before me this night. And he said, Not one life will be, be, be lost on this ship. And, and the angel of the Lord said, well, We must all stay together. I love that. When God is revealing truth to us and he's showing us things to come, he, 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 he will, give, it will bring us comfort, it will bring us peace in the midst of the storm. Amen. And they made it through. Of course, you know, Paul, when he made it to the island, uh, then, you know, it, it seemed like everything was going good until that snake bit him. Right, man. But he shook that off into the fire. Glory to God. Are you hear what I'm saying to you today? But so so the word of, of, of wisdom uh, is a is a word that will help us to move forward in God. The, the, the next thing uh, that, that God wants to reveal to us is a word of knowledge. And a word of knowledge deals with that which exists, whether it be past or present, without any foreknowledge of the person uh, knowing it. So, in other words, uh, when when God gives us a, a, a word of knowledge, it's something that we may know. And it's really designed for ministry to help other people. It's something that we may know about somebody else so that we can minister to them. We don't know how we know it. It just comes to us and we just know you're going through a hard time, aren't you? You, they may be smiling. They may, there may not be any indication that this person is going through a bad time. But you, get, you got You're going through a hard time, aren't you? you? You're dealing. And God may even show you what they're going through. Amen. Why? So he can reveal to them that he loves them. Amen. And so that you can pray for them. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? God wants, he, he wants us walking like Jesus. Are oh, you hear what I'm saying? See the the, the devil hates this kind of message. Amen. Why? Because he doesn't want us walking like Jesus. Amen. And, and so, and so, the word of knowledge, God will reveal something. Uh, Elijah. This was really cool. Elijah was was um, he 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 did some great miracles, and um, he 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 did a sacrifice, and 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 the, and, the, and the people of Baal did a sacrifice. Do you remember the story? And and, and he said, that the God that answers by fire is the true God. And when he did that sacrifice, the uh, nothing happened to the the Baal sacrifice. Nothing. Then he took his sacrifice, threw water all over it. And then he said, "God move," and a fire came from heaven and lapped up the, the sacrifice. You remember that? And then, and then the people that were following Bell said, "Oh, God, it has power. God is really real." And then they, then, then they had the four hundred prophets of Bell executed. You remember that? I don't know if you remember that. that Elijah had the. And then, then he got word from uh, from Jezebel that I'm going to kill you. By this time tomorrow, you'll be dead. And then guess what? This mighty prophet of God that killed 400 prophet bells started running from from a woman that threatened to kill him. She was ruthless. And he started running and he ended up in a cave. I'm telling you, the devil will tell you anything to get you into a cave and get you out of where God wants you to be. And the Lord talked to him in the cave and said, what are you doing in here? Have you ever been there? Have you had the fear? The devil puts some fear on you, telling you you're not going to make it. You might as well give up. You might as well throw in the towel. You, it's, it's over with you. And, you know, and you're know you like, oh, man, it is. It is. It is. God, I'm the only one that's following you. I'm the only one that's walking right. You may even believe that I'm the only one that's doing the right things and bad things are happening. And and, and Elijah said, Lord, I'm the only one. And the Lord said, get up and go do what I'm asking you to. Do. And by the way, there's 7,000 more people that have not ba- ba- bowed their knee to bell and, ne- and they never even kissed the idol. Amen. In other words, I got 7,000 people just as, 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 as righteous and, and honorable and, and, and sold out as you. you if I took him back. Oh, 7,000 people. He said, there's not one out there, Lord, not one. There's 7,000. By the way, there's 7,000. Oh, okay. So get busy and do some work. You know? Are you say? in other words, in other words, God has a multitude of people that are doing the right thing and the wrong things are happening. And they're still doing the right things. Seven thousand people. That was a word of knowledge. In other words, that, that revealed some truth. He wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't speaking truth. His mind was all focused on the, the, the problem that he was going with. But when you start focusing on the promises of God's word and you stand on the promises, regardless of what it looks like, you're going to see the blessing come to pass in your life. Yes, yes. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so we see that, we see that the, the word of knowledge worked with Elijah again when he had, a, uh, he had an understudy. He had a, a person that worked with him, Ge- Gehazi, what a name. And uh, Gehazi, man, it took me a little bit just to be able to pronounce that. And uh, Gehazi worked with him, and this na- man named Naaman, he, w- he was a Syrian soldier, he had leprosy, came to, to Elijah, and he got, he, he got healed. Elijah told him to, to go bathe into the, uh, the river and, and, and come up seven times, and he got healed. And, and, and he tried the, the name in the Syrian, this, this mighty warrior, uh, wanted to give money to Elijah, but Elijah said, "No, this is not time for the money. This is God. God said, "I don't do this for money." I don't merchandise the 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 the, the gifts and the blessings of God, and so and so and so. But Gehazi, I thought, man, this guy's rich. He said, "I'm going to go over there and get some of that." And so he ran up to the Syrian and said, "Hey, uh, uh, uh," to the Syrian soldier, hey, Naaman, uh, uh, Naaman, uh, uh." uh you know there, there uh, we need some gold there were some some people that came to the prophet that 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 that, that the uh, that prophet wants to help we need some gold and some clothing and he, and he said oh okay and he gave it to him and then he came back and he put it in his tent hid it real well and then he went up to Elijah and Elijah says where were you we at he said what <laughs> where were you at uh nowhere No, no, I know where you're at because my spirit followed you and saw you do the whole down and dirty thing. And he said, oh, and he said, the leprosy that was on uh, on Naaman is on you. That's a stiff price. Somebody you might you better you better be glad that you're not in the Old Testament, because sometimes you don't have like a second and a third chance. It's kind of like you're done. See, I really believe he was he was trying to get him to confess if he said, he said where were we at? Now, if he said if he broke down, and said, man, I missed it. I, I went over there. He probably would have been saved, but he didn't. He just said, I wasn't doing anything. See, if you cover your sins, you won't prosper. But if you confess them and forsake them, you will see the blessing of God. We need to confess our sins and forsake them and the blessing and the love and the mercy of God will come on us. Amen. I love this because because here and Jesus ministered in all these giftings and uh, well most of them seven out of the nine and and Jesus ministered to a lady at the well. Do you remember that? And when she when he you know he, he said, you know, we must go through Samaria. And I really believe that, that that he knew already ahead of time that that probably through the word of wisdom that the lady was going to be at the well. And so he said, we have to go there because they didn't have to go through that part of the city to go where they were going. But they went there and he I knew he knew it by by the knowledge that, that the Holy Spirit revealed to Jesus. But Jesus, when he was talking to her, finally said, you know, uh, uh, he said, I'm going to give you living water. And she's and she said, give me that living water. And he said, OK, get your husband, go get your husband and bring him back. And she said, I don't have a husband. And he says, you've said right, you don't. You've had five, and the one you're with is not your husband. You're living in adultery. Or you're living in fornication, I guess. And, uh, and so he said, that's why you're supposed to be married if you're saved. Okay, but, uh, amen. amen. And, so, and so, are you listening? You're not supposed to be shacking up. Amen, I know this is not popular. But, amen. Uh, uh, and so he said, but the one you went. And she said, I perceive you're a prophet. And then she changed the subject. And, and uh, they say that you're supposed to, where are you supposed to worship? She changed the whole subject. You got it all in my business. Jesus, you got it all in my business. Jesus will get all up in your business. Jesus will start revealing some things to you. He will start showing you who you are. And you're like, man, I got to change, man. Yeah. It's okay, because we need Jesus up in our business. Why? Because I want to be like him. I want to be like Jesus. I don't want to be like the other guy. Amen. Who's the other guy? You know who the other guy is. Satan. I don't want to be like him. Sometimes I'm acting real mean. And I just sense, and I just feel like, I know it's not the Lord, but it's myself. You're acting like the devil. I say, okay, I better get back over. Anybody ever act, ever act like the devil in here? Do you need me to cast him? No, I won't go there, but... Amen. Amen. So, 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 so that's the key. So, So let me say this. Um uh, the next, man, I want to try, can I finish up just this last one? Discerning of spirits. And we'll continue this message because next week we're going to talk about the power gifts. You don't want to miss next week. It's going to be awesome. And so, and so the next gift that, that's in the group of revolution, rev, revelation gifts is discerning of spirits. It's called discerning of spirits. What does that mean, Pastor? Well, that doesn't mean that everybody that you look at, you're suspicious of are you it's not it's not like oh that person's in to do me down and dirty or that I don't like the way that person looked at me it's not about that you know the bible says when we look at people we should not think evil in other words we should think the best of people amen so it's not discerning if they're a down and dirty dog are you I have the gift of discernment that person's not right you know no no it's it's not that But what it is, is God will supernaturally, the spirit is the divine ability to see the presence or activity of a spirit that motivates a human being, whether good or bad. So let me let me let me explain this Um, in in Acts eight. In Acts eight, we talked about last week when the apostles went down to Samaria to pray for the people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Remember that? And then, and then this guy that was, you know, supposedly he became a Christian and when, uh, and he was Simon, he was called Simon the Sorcerer. And he, he used to try to do like black arts and magic and all that. And when Simon saw that through the, this is Acts 8, 18 through 23. And when Simon saw that through the laying of the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money saying, give me this power also that anyone on whom I lay my hands receive the Holy Spirit. So, so, and then then Peter says, but Peter said to him, your money perish with you because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. You have neither part nor portion in this matter, for your heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent, therefore, of your wickedness and pray, God, if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you're in the poison by bitterness and you're bound by iniquity. Now, now, see, see, only the Holy Spirit can reveal that he had bitterness in his heart. And that he was bound by iniquity. Are you here? Only the Holy Spirit can uncover those things. See, we can't. We don't know the hearts of people, but the Holy Spirit can reveal to us the hearts of people. Why does he do that? So he can get these people to wake up and change. I'm telling you, if this discerning of spirits were operated in my, my, my ministry every week, this church may be cleared out. No, I won't go there. <laughs> All right. No, not you guys. You guys are angels. You're saints. Amen. Glory to God. You're walking up right before God. You love the Lord. Say, I love the Lord. Amen. And, uh, and you want to please him. Amen. The Bible says when your ways are pleasing to the Lord, he will make even your enemies be at peace with you. Amen. So we see this, that the discerning of spirits worked. And I'm closing out here. The discerning of spirits worked. Man, look how much more I got left. And the discerning of spirits worked when Jesus was picking his disciples. Amen. And, and he was calling his disciples. And this one disciple came. Uh, it was Nathaniel. And in John 1, John 1 47, Jesus saw Nathanael coming towards him and said to him, behold, an Israelite indeed in, in whom there is no deceit. See, see, Jesus had a revelation of the heart. This person was a was a stand up guy. This person was he, he was a man that that that. That was, that was a man of his word. This man had integrity. And Jesus saw that in him. In other words, the Holy Spirit revealed to Jesus, this man is a man that walks in no deceit. And so the enemy or the, or the Holy Spirit were revealed to us. Sometimes when we're around somebody, sometimes you feel uncomfortable. Sometimes you don't feel like it's right. So, now, it might be the Holy Spirit revealed to you. Get away. That's right. That's Amen. Are, you, are you here's what i say? saying? It might be, and sometimes when, when it may not look right, but, but for some of you, you feel all right about it. Amen. And, and, they, and it might be a stranger talking to you, but you have a peace in your heart. Well, God's revealing something. It's okay. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a word of knowledge. It's okay. I'm with you. Boy, I bet you didn't know you were operating in the gifts of the Spirit. Are you hear what I'm saying to you? and so and so that's how it works glory to God uh, uh the 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 word of of, of knowledge is something about what's what, what today or in the or in the past of what may have happened to somebody amen are you hear what I'm saying for us to minister glory to God for to other people amen and so listen it it, it, has, it has worked in my life in my ministry and I'm closing here but I remember I was I was praying and um, and the word of um, wisdom came. It was on a prayer night. I don't know. I think it may have been Sunday night. We we're praying and the Spirit of the Lord said, I'm going to do a miracle on Wednesday. And I was like, what? I'm going to do a miracle on Wednesday. It was a prophecy that came from. I said, OK, I called everybody at the church. God's going to do a miracle on Wednesday. Come to church. And I'm telling you, I was, I was getting out there online, man. I better know that I'm hearing from God. If, if a miracle doesn't happen, I'm toast. Do you know what I'm saying? You better know you're listening to God. You better know you're hearing from God. And, and, and guess what? That church was packed out on a Wednesday. And so, so there was a lady that was going to have an operation. She's here today on her leg, and you know what? She came up. Glory to God! And I prayed for her, and she went back to the doctors, and the doctors said, "You don't have to have an operation. You are set free." God did a miracle. Are you here? And are you hearing what I'm saying today? Glory to God! God still can do. And I was like, "Man, I was caught." God's going to do a miracle. I had faith. Are you, here? Are you here? And Phyllis, right there, stand up, Phyllis. Phyllis was the one that came to church and got set free, and he had to go through the operation. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? i am tell you, we serve a God of power. We serve a God of miracles. We don't serve a dead God. We serve a God that answers prayers, that sets the captives free, that opens the blind eyes, that causes the lame to walk, that heals legs and backs and arms. God is a mighty God. Do you believe that today? Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, I just thank you. You are a mighty God. And Father, we thank you for, I thank you for what you're doing. And Father, I just thank you, Father, and we're believing you for more of the gifts of the Spirit to be in operation in this church and through the church, not just through me Father but through all the believers here that we can be a light to the dark world and perhaps you're here today, perhaps you're watching online and maybe you don't have a relationship with God maybe you're walking with God, you're a Christian but you're not in church, you're not in fellowship with the body of Christ, you need to get to church, you need to get into fellowship with the body, you need to get into a place where you can be in an atmosphere that will help you grow in Christ. And if that's you today and you're watching online or you're here maybe for the first time and you know you need to make a commitment to God, say this after me and meet in your heart. If you're ready to move forward to God, say, Dear God, I believe Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification. Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and Savior. Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.